What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy told Sean TS is who I am. <laughs> they doubt is who I am. This dude is on fire. What's good? We're now tuned in to a new episode of the Black Male Podcast. I don't even know what episode this is. Hey, um, you got me. 111? 112? It's, I think it's one of them, bro. I think it's one of them. Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> he said I got him on that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's 111 or 112. It's one of them, bro. Sure. We're going to find out right now. We're going to do our due diligence and find out right now. Be it up and update and everything. Um, I think we on 110. Shit, hold on. No, it's 111. The last one was a live one. Last one we did was a live one. I don't count that as one of the episodes. It's still 111. You count it Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you got to count it. got to count it. Yeah, no, you're right. 111. <clears throat> Episode 111 of the Black Male Podcast. Three weeks ago. Yeah, we, we took some time off. We had a lot of updating, changing, a lot of things going on, a lot of um behind the scene business. It's just business, you know what I mean? Business stuff going on. So now we back, we back in motion. We back shaking and baking. I mean, I'm trying to lose some weight so I can hit him with the ooh. <laughs> He's starting off with the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you see us with the, the trade dot, um, yeah, you know, saying truckers on. Yeah, you know what I mean? We're going to bring the truckers and buckets back. Buckets yeah, man. Got it. We got to support the homie. But hey, the funny thing is, people, let's be transparent. I come into the live, I come into the Zoom with my hat on. He like, oh, that's what we doing. <laughs> he, he, he had his ready available. He nah, so I had I had mine there, but you know I forgot to put it on. You know what I mean? Slipped my you mind. Know what I mean? We this wasn't even discussed. This wasn't no pre planning. I jumped up. I said, "Yo, I'm about to support my brother. I'm gonna put his hat on during the pod, and here he go." Hey man, Brandon is important, man. Placement. See, see now, mm-hmm. now we over here selling our shit. This is, I mean, make sure y'all go, y'all go and pick up that. You know, y'all gotta contact him until he get his website together. We'll pick I mean, up that that yeah, trade dot face logo hat. Direct the order, man. Pick your colors. Pick what you want. Get it. Yeah, got some fly colors. Got some fly colors, man. How you doing, my brother? I'm good, man. You good. know, you feel like you feel like we ain't had a pie in a long time. Because <clears throat> we did. <laughs> you know, I'm good, man. Life is what it is, man. Even when the bad things in life come, you know, I know you're not gonna sustain. Nah, that's good. a fact. That's a fit at. That's a fact, bro. Man, I think let's get things started, man. Let's get things rolling. Um, we're gonna start in sports like we normally do. I want to talk about the big three. Um, and I want to talk about the big three in the comparison of the fact of everything that Ice Cube has been saying about um the NBA trying to um put a halt to them or or something of that nature. Now, my question is this: is he um does it seem like he's trying to galvanize the troops? For people to to um you know go back and forth with the NBA and they may not be really doing nothing to him, or is it if it, or is it some real validity to what's going on? I I, I was talking to someone about it yesterday because you know we went to see the game. I right. think it's a first of all, I think it's a dope product. It's right. it's highly organized. You got five games that's like rapid fire. It's not a lot of long ass breaks. I mean, you know, it's a halftime where they usually have a performance. Right. And it's also entertaining for the kids. They had the Ninja Turtles out there. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, they got big three dancers that come out there. They got a DJ for the whole day. 
Um, it's a nice setup, man. You know, I went to Charlotte, North Carolina for those days in the Spectrum Center. It was a nice setup. Ice Cube performed. Tag team came out and performed. When I when I hear people go on those ranch, a lot of times I think it's maybe 60-40. Okay. Um, sometimes 60 true, sometimes 60 untrue. Because I think a lot of times when we're in these situations and we go public like that, a lot of times we're speaking on emotion. And, um, you know, I like Ice Cube, man. You know, I think he has a dope product. I think it's good for NBA culture. You know what I mean? Because you got a lot of players that kind of age out, you know, right. still want to play. They don't want right. to go overseas. I just see it as a problem with the NBA just wanting to monopolize the game of basketball. And the same way with NFL trying to monopolize the game of football. It's just... This is crazy to me. You know what I mean? It's crazy to me. I'm not surprised by it, but, you know, it's crazy to me. I think it's dope for the league, and I think it will also help the league. Right. I mean, for them to try to take money away from them by by not <clears throat> by telling sponsors not to do business with them, that's that's a wild, that's a wild thing to do. I'm not surprised. I'm I'm not either. But I did that no, to the wild. ABA. It's definitely wild. It's definitely wild. <clears throat> they did that to the ABA, if you remember. Yeah, when you when you watch the ABA highlights, the ABA was way more entertaining than the NBA was. Way more. And the ABA <laughs> and the ABA created the All-Star Weekend. Dunk yeah, contest, three-point contest, all that. They created that. The NBA stole it. And then when they bought it out, they well, they stole it first and then bought them out. Because they, you know, they were the bigger team. They had the, the bigger uh, revenue. Um, <clears throat> somebody well, was they, also they could have a partnership with Ice Cube and just get it done big, like what they can Ice have. Cube need that? No, you might not need it, but there's ways you can have this conversation. How everybody can exist and prosper. Not necessarily needing it, but if he wants to expand, like he he said in the interview one time, he want to expand and have teams representing certain cities. You know what I'm saying? There's ways that man, there is a way. To have the NBA, the WNBA, the Big Three, and have that shit a conglomerate of just wonderful, entertaining basketball, and everybody will generate revenue and everybody will be fine. Nobody's gonna lose nothing. Nobody's stepping on nobody's toes. But why everybody game, have to collect? Basketball will flourish. Why yeah? do they need to click up? I don't think they need to click up. But no, I'm I not do... saying they need to click up, but I'm okay. saying if you're going to put your foot in it, you could put your foot in it in a teamwork capacity more so than putting your foot in somebody's ass. I agree there. I agree there. That's what I'm saying. I agree I'm not saying it's necessary, but I'm saying if you're going to put your foot in there, let's put our feet together. More so than yeah. you kicking me in the kicking ass. Kicking me in my ass. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you a thousand percent. And yeah. I also think if they had a team, if they had a big three team in every major NBA market, that should be fire. Yeah. That should be fire. And they could really like travel and play each other. You know what I'm saying? The NBA don't even have to really put nothing in it. They can just talk about it. You know what I'm saying? NBA, you have some ESPN coverage and things like that. I think that should be fire. Bro, these are NBA players. <clears throat> Maybe 20% of the big three ex-NBA players. Now there's a lot of other people that went to the combine and shot. You know, a lot of ex-NBA players just didn't stay in shape. Yeah. And some of them, they had so many injuries from playing. So it's a lot of role players, basically, that get a chance to still shine. And I, mean, I just think it's dope, man. I mean, I, I think it's dope. And it's put together well. Being that I went to it and saw it in person, I have to say I recommend it to any fan of basketball or any fan of entertainment, man. The kids was out there having a ball. The kids ain't know who the fuck was playing. And that matters. Yeah, yo, the kids ball having a ball. And, yo, the crowd was 80% black, bro. 85% black, bro. It was us. It was us, bro. It might have been more than 85% black because me and Ski were saying, hey, ain't no white people in this joint. (laughs) That's what's up. Mostly white women. Well, you know that way. That's it. You know how that is. You know what that is. 
<laughs> they, they was with us though. <clears throat> right. You know what that is. You know what that is. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. still NBA players, man. You know what I mean, like some of them still. It's still, it's, it's, still it's still professional basketball players. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a few. There's a few people that like the dude Hezigard. I mean, he's from Charlotte. He made a roster. Oh, he's from Charlotte. Yeah, he's from Charlotte. I often wonder where he's from, bro. I see all yeah. his videos. He's from Charlotte. I think he. he I've watched him cook a lot of people. He might have hooped at Johnson C. Smith. I'm not sure. Oh, word. Look at it again. But he's from Charlotte, so it was dope. He got to play at the Spectrum Center after the game. You know, a lot of people surrounded him and shit. I, I thought that was dope. Son, nice. Son, nice. He funny nice. looking. Yeah, funny looking. Yeah, yeah, kind of weird, but that's why when you see him on the court, you wouldn't think he's nice because he just looks nah. up with us. And then he. Bam, yeah. bam, boom, bam, bop, your ass, yeah. and now you're on the floor. He didn't really have a great game. I think his game is more suited for full court. You know, half court, you got to have that three dribble offense. Yep. You can't like be Michael, doing Michael all that extra yeah. shit. Michael Beasley gets you with three dribbles. And go to the yeah. cup. Yeah, but when you a short dude like that, you know, you short out there. Three dribbles, you know, <laughs> somebody's in your face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Easily. And these yeah. are NBA. These are still NBA players. Like, I know a I lot of these street ball cats go mm-hmm. out there and hoop all because these mm-hmm. dudes are a little bit older or some of them ain't really ain't really play play in the NBA. You still an NBA player. Bro, the bro. tough man on the NBA yes. roster will bust your ass, though. <laughs> Shit. We might know. He will bust. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, man. I can't say that. God damn! I just Cam, Cam and Mace fucked up the podcast game for men, son. <laughs> you can't say shit without somebody saying pause. Man. I mean, this ain't no home. This ain't a homophobic thing. Dude. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's just fun, man. It's just fun. It's something to laugh at. But no, you're absolutely correct, man. And an NBA defender ain't the same with that defender playing at the Drew League, bro. At, or at the AAU. Or at, a lot or of, no, a lot of the, yo. A dude that still loves the game of basketball and competing, he will lock in. And your crossover ain't crossing like you think it do. And it's half court. Let's keep it a buck. Half court yeah. can save lives. <laughs> as, a, as an older gentleman, I play I half like court. Playing, I'm I good. Like I used to like playing half court, though. You told you ain't exuding a whole lot of damn energy. Not even that. I could score on a half court. That's why I used to like it. See? You know what I mean? I could score on a half court. So I used to, a lot of people can't. Yeah, full court pressing. That shit, too much energy, man. Yeah, and then from a dude to handle a ball, I don't want to handle a ball full court. Nope. Me too. You know I mean, I want to beat you with two dribbles. I'll get you with two dribbles. And by the time That's they catch it. up, I score. I'm old. I'm at the cup. Be full court, if somebody know you got handles, they want to give you the ball and run down court. Nigga, I don't want to dribble this shit all the way up court. <laughs> Unless we play it on them, hey. on, them, on them side courts, I'm with it. But all that dribbling yeah. 94 feet, man. Nigga, and I'm, if you got I'm one of the defenders. Night. If you got one of them defenders that like, yo, oh, I know he could dribble, so they want to press you full court. It's like, yo, fam, just go yeah. down, bro. Why are you defending me way over here? That's funny you said that. I never forget. It was my, um, it might have been my sophomore year in college. I don't remember, but I was at St. Augustine at the time. It wasn't when I was at State. And um, this dude pressured me, 94 feet. It was like the first week of school when everybody comes in. No, it yeah. could have been my freshman year because everybody already knew me. So this dude guarded me full court, right? And I didn't think he really was going to defend me full court. So the first time I lost my handle, because I really didn't think he was going to defend me. He kind of threw me off guard. I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Uh huh. And then the next time, you know, I got down court. But in my mind, I'm like, yo, I am not doing this for a whole game of 16. Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> a whole game of 16, bro. You defending me full court. What are we bro, doing, dog? No, what I'm going to tell you what we're doing. This nigga played for his high school team. <laughs> 
He didn't get a scholarship. He's still in shape because he plays every day. I just finished drinking the night before. I'm not <laughs> fucking with you, man. <laughs> Yo, that kind of shit came. I'm like, man, you take that shit, man. I ain't fucking with this little ass nigga chasing me shit. Even when I was in shape, and <laughs> I and and same thing, fresh out of high school, you know, I'm I'm on the team. I ain't, bro. I'm not guarding you full court. I'll I'll let you get the half and then I'm on you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not doing this full court shit, bro. I respect anybody. I respect anybody that will full court defend. Like my son got turned into a defender when he moved down here. He took the challenge. I will give him credit. He took the challenge. He lost the body fat. I've seen him defend in line to end line and just love it. He just, niggas that was ranked in the country, he done held to like 6.7 points. I told him that wasn't me. (laughs) Never. (laughs) If you're having a trap and I'm a part of that trap, you know what I'm good for? Getting that what? steal and scoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the trap. Or you tip, or you tip the ball. I go get it and I will score. Yo, yeah. good steal, homie. Good steal, my <laughs> nigga. <laughs> yup. Now I love the trap, bro. Especially an inbound trap. I'll do that. I'm with that. But Yo, defense like, was never my thing, man. Be up on you, hands, palms up. Defense is never my sliding thing. sliding all man. the way down. Bro, defensive listen. stance. <laughs> if I ever had one good defensive possession, coach would lose his fucking mind. That's how rare and random my shit was. And for me to lock in on defense, somebody done pissed me off, bro. You're like, all right, Corey. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, come on, coach. That's why I didn't start my freshman year in New York. Coach told me. He said, yo, you couldn't defend my grandmother. God damn. That's effort, feelings. though. Defend, defend, defending is effort. Bro, That's I was from New York, effort. man. Cocky. I'm off the bench hitting 16 a game. Bro, I just needed somebody to sit me down. Like, yo, nigga, everybody can score. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never had nobody sit me down until I got older. Like, and by then I was old, man, playing with Jim Valvano summertime type shit. You know, not old, but yeah, high school was already over. And yeah, you know, but bad you know, knees. That's man. why that's bad why coaches, knees. that's why coaches and mentors are important, man. There's a lot of young guys, they really don't understand basketball. This is why, and I, I said this when I moved down here because people were asking me about. New York point guards and how they don't make it. I said, a lot of time growing up in New York, you don't understand the game of basketball. You just know how to hoop. Yeah. And guys that come up in these North Carolina systems, and I'm saying North Carolina because I know North Carolina somewhat. I don't know other areas. But it's not just North Carolina. But places that are known for high school sports, these kids are coached. These kids are trained. They're taught the game of basketball. They actually run offensive sets. They also have defensive schemes. When they go to college, they know basketball. So when the coaches instill these 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 schemes and things, it's not foreign to them. You take a New York nigga that's just nice, that know how to hoop, and you're trying to make all these offensive sets and defensive schemes, they looking. Yeah, they're looking crazy. <laughs> they like, like Obi Toppin was looking when he was on the Knicks, man. Tim's got all these <laughs> schemes. Obi's all he's lost and he, he played in college. What you think he's gonna do in um pace? I give him 12 points a game. A bunch of highlights, good dunks and shit. He ain't gonna play no defense because he don't know how to play yet. But um, he's gonna be a highlight reel. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. He's, he's a, and that's he's a young a, team. He's, a, he's an NBA talent. He's not an all-star talent, but he's an NBA talent. Hey, I think he'll I think you would give him the check. No, I I think he'll be a 10-year veteran because he's an NBA player. He's an NBA player. He belongs on an NBA team. He's not Kevin Knox. No. The Knicks didn't use him right. The problem I have with the NBA, man, a lot of coaches only focus on the stars. Teams that win focus on their roster. Period. LeBron is one of the biggest superstars ever. 
they focus on his roster. They roster. give him people every time. That they try shoot. to give him quality pieces. Yeah, people that can shoot. They try to give him people that can rebound. They try to give him people that can defend. They try to give him people that can compliment what he has. They're not always successful at it, but that's the goal. A lot of these teams, they don't do that. Obi Toppin is a slasher. Why right. do you have him behind a three-point line shooting threes? I don't know. It's like Kay Cunningham. You know what I mean? He's like a point forward. He's a six, seven point guard. Yep. What are you gonna do? Make him play the you gonna make him play the three? No. That's my point. Like you you can't no, let, that, plays, let that boy stay what he what he is, the point guard. Is. Yep. But shit, let's move to the next part, man. NFL is almost back. What are your thoughts Good. about the season coming up, man? How how's it feeling? It's in it's it's literally what, next week? I feel Oh, this week. I feel this year Dak Prescott will be fully exposed. Damn. But no question. Because <clears throat> Dallas Cowboys have a top three defense. Period. Let's say top five. Just seems like he wants to argue. Top five. No question. Top five. All around. You know what I mean? People keep talking about Stephon Gilmore is old, this, that, or whatever. But last year we had Anthony Brown on the other cornerback. You know what I'm saying? So we'll again give up maybe 16 points a game. As the Eagles probably will also. And when yeah, I was going to say because I think this. Now nah, I think also with the Eagles this year, we're too young. I think we're too young, so the expectations are super high for my team. But I feel like we are too young. Yeah, but you got and a lot I, of young players that don't have to play a lot of minutes right now. That's true. No other team has that advantage, bro. No, that's my point. No, you're right. You, you have backups that are starters. There's not many defenses that have that. Like the Cowboys are going to be a top defense. But they don't have a, a hard, hard, solid bench. Like, these niggas have to play. And we need Dalcom, it because last Dalcom year, Dalcom though, we had some players go down at the wrong time. Yeah, you had injury problems. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm an NFC guy because I'm a Cowboy fan. You know, my son is an Eagle fan. I mean, I like Jalen Hurts. I mean, you know what I mean? I love the game of football. So I'm not on it funny like that. I like Jalen I think Hurts. this year Jalen Hurts going to get – he's going he's gonna to finally get his MVP. I mean, it's hard to predict that. He'll have yeah, an MVP season. I'm sure he'll have an MVP season. Yeah, but the only reason people, why he didn't get it last year because they felt like he had too many weapons, which is weird to me. It's like, yo, he still got to throw to these things. But I don't understand. I, I I hear what you're saying, but I don't understand how people even make that determination. We don't know why the fuck people voted for what they voted for. I'm not saying it's wrong. I no, know. that's what some of the, the some of the the voters said. He had too many weapons. We don't know if he was yeah, the reason that, why they really won. That's always one person's perspective, is what I'm saying. It's like multiple voters. Now, mm -hmm. if everybody that didn't vote for him said something, and it was consensus. I love to hear that. Just as a fan, I would love to hear the consensus opinion. Because that opinion mm -hmm. is stupid. What do you mean he had too many weapons? Pat Mahomes? Yep. They never said that to Pat Mahomes? <laughs> he didn't have too many weapons with Tyree Hill and Kelsey? Kelsey is Bro. like two people. <laughs> like two people, sir. You know what I'm that saying? Tyreek Hill was a video game. They didn't say that about him. Bro, they I literally I don't said, that. I don't understand they that. said he they had way too many weapons. There's no, there's no way. And then when he was out, they were still somewhat winning, even though they lost a game. You know what I'm saying? And I'm you can't like, penalize a man for his teammates. Cannot penalize, but that's what that's they like. Did. That's like complaining Michael Jordan had Pippen. It doesn't make sense. Or when, yep. Le or when LeBron had Wade. Or when Kobe had Shaq. Like you play on the team that you're on. Yo, bro, Guru had Premier. Yep. <laughs> he wouldn't be good without Premier. Well, I guess you'll never know. We'll never know. The world will never find out. <laughs> Shit. We don't know if Premier would be Premier without Guru. That's all good. Let's keep that a buck. Because it ain't like everybody was running to. 
Think about it. Everybody wasn't everybody wasn't running premiere. Everybody wasn't running premiere for beats. If you remember back then, no one was really running to him for beats. I don't know. Could be he wanted to charge too much. He might not have wanted to work outside gang stuff. We don't really know. Nobody talks about it. But I'm just saying, if if say premiere never never if Gangstar never started, you got a dude from Texas coming all the way to the East Coast. No, bro, gave me start, yeah. I mean, yeah, giving boom bad beats. How many people really was gonna be like, you know, Guru was spitting some some tough shit over them boom bat. Well, Premier had a different style. Nobody else had at that time too. He kind of introduced a different style. He did. The, the way he scratched the hooks in, <clears> nobody <throat> was doing that, and it's hard to be groundbreaking. Yeah, I mean, like I told you all the time, one uh, day cold in the streets till to this day is still probably one of my favorite well, fucking um, gangstar records. Their catalog is hard. Yeah, I, I got to get them on playlist. Just the beat is just. That's you know. God. Damn. Well, the only other time Guru was on other beats was when he did the Jazzmatazz projects, and it's yeah. kind of hard to count those because that's him. That's his coming over jazz beats. Mm-hmm. That's like giving me the the the, the top R and B producers and giving me ten hip hop soul beats and let me rock over that. Son, that's nothing for me. Yeah. So put Guru over jazz is nothing. I'm not saying so I'm Guru, on his level, but I'm just giving Guru you saved. He saved Royce of Five Nine's career the early days. Hip hop. What's that one record that they got where they play? They say they do it overseas. Oh man, um, it's bigger than hip hop. Oh, that Uh -uh. Dead Prince record. Yeah, Dead Prince record. But you, but Guru the one made the beat. No, not that one. Not that one. You about to maybe pull it up? Oh, I don't know. I I lost. I'm 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 lost. That slipped my mind. Illus lyricist stored in them. Chorus is killing. I know the song by heart. I can't think of the name. So it's a Guru Lord song, Willard. and Royce was a, a guest. Um, no, it's a it's it's um Royce a five nine song, but Guru um um Guru made the beat. Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. I got you. I got you. Man. You know what I'm saying? And but that was when Royce um was really like, damn that out out the out the um thing. This dude finessed so many deals and put out no product. <laughs> Love, still one of my favorite MCs. Man. No, I remember years ago when he had the uh, 1.5 mil from Tommy Boy. I was wondering how much did he pocket out of that deal. Because I'd be mad if I get a 1.5 million deal and I spent like 800,000. I mean, and not Guru. I meant Premiere. I'm sorry, Premiere. It was a beat. Um, it was the off. It was the Premiere. Premiere. Oh yeah, Premiere. Premiere gave Royce a new career. career. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Premier yeah, say that, especially with that one they song. The, they got that series though. Yeah, but even before that, even before nah, that, that, it was that, that one. That TikTok joint, that boom, boom, boom. That's what it was. Yo, oh boom. yeah, he saved boys. Bro, killed that boom. Yeah, boom. bro, that shit yeah. was crazy. Premier, that beat is went crazy. Crazy on that with yeah. that beat. Son. Yeah, oh crazy. oh, a lot of old heads is waiting for Nas to reconnect with Premier. Nas chilling. I like what Nas said recently though, man. So we'll just jump into hip hop. I like what Nas said. He want to see more. Artists from his era just put their music out, but don't sound like today's era. Do what you do. You know what I'm saying? I've I've been saying that since since what? Let me see. Before <laughs> I met you, I said it to people. Like everybody stops putting out music, then they complain about the music that's out there. Right. Just do you, man. People don't steal sound from like today. Well, people steal from the underground, so you still got to keep the underground as a foundation. True. If you, if you take that foundation away, the building's gonna fall. That's what hip hop did. 
People stop putting that music out there on the underground. And then you establish artists that got bread. If you really cared about the craft, you wouldn't be looking for no major label anyway. I don't think no, nobody definitely from the yesteryears should be caring about a major label. But that's the problem. They're sitting around waiting for the same attention and care. They want to just make a couple of songs and somebody do everything for them. That's not working. These yeah. young niggas is out here Killing. putting it out there. So if, yeah. if, if, if the market it is saturated with one sound and you haven't done anything to offset that saturation I don't think you should say nothing that's like people right. that don't vote don't complain about politicians if you didn't even vote you didn't even use the voice you had and then it ain't even about the sound just put put your music out but then too put with these together, young dudes this is how they express themselves right if we don't right. like it then okay I was right. in the Killer Mike album yesterday okay well boom he did what he did Love I let him in the Nas album because you didn't hear it but if, if we're looking for like our demographic and what's being put out there, yo, the samples are so small. Yo, Killer Mike album. I love that album. I'm <clears throat> a piece of body of work. Love it. It was a good album. It was a good album. Yeah, I listened to it the first time. It was a good album. We both listened to it. It was a good album. I like Killer Mike, though. I, mean, he's I think more I people love. should put out product. And Nas is putting out mad product. Years ago, people complained Nas took, took, out, took too long to put out product. He did. Now he's dropping, now, him. he's dropping them. He's dropping them. He's dropping letting them. Letting them fire. Him. The problem now is now is. Hit boy. Yep. Oh, he keep doing it with Hit Boy. We don't want to hear him and Hit Boy no more. And it's like, all right. Who's we? I always ask people that. Who's we? I, I said the same thing. These are the best numbers he's ever put up. Who's we? Who's we? <laughs> hey, what that young boy said when he broke it down, he said that fucking um, um, Hit Boy is magic. Nas is Kareem. Yes, Nas had a phenomenal career without Hit Boy, but Hit Boy came and resurrected his career, and and now they don't won five championships. But the people complaining are people that don't know what's really moving and shaking industry wise at this point. You know what I'm saying? He can do a record with Premier and Extra Law. I mean, I mean, um, Extra P and, mm-hmm. and Les and all of these people. But what is that going to do for him, like career wise? Exactly. And, if he wants to do a legacy album, he can. Maybe he doesn't want to do a legacy album. He enjoys being on the top of the And plus, he probably thinks those guys are going to bring the same beats that they brought to him the early days. And he might not He might not feel interested to rhyme on those no more. I won't disagree, but I will say this is what I know about Nas. People always knock his, his, his beat selection, but I understand his thought process with his beat selection. Mm-hmm. He looks at MCing as a challenge. So he he will take a beat that he thinks nobody else would want to rhyme on, and he feels like I can take that and kill it. Like a lot of MCs think like that. They take right. beats that challenge them to rhyme. Like when he had the song when he rhymed about a gun, right backwards, right. You know what I mean, he took a challenge. Let I me mean, not say him challenge. Hip Boy was a challenge. Yeah, because nobody wanted him to do it. They thought, ah, why you fucking with that young boy? Said, okay, you want this, my man? All right, fuck that. I'm gonna hold you just because you said I couldn't do it. You know what? I'm gonna do it again. No, I'm fucked up. I'm gonna do it two more times. I think they both resurrected each other's career, though. Helped each other's career. Nobody, really, I'm not gonna say nobody. I, hate, I, I try to tell people, don't say nobody, don't say we, don't say everybody. Those words suck. Yeah. The masses were familiar with Hip Boy as a name. They yeah. heard his work, but they weren't familiar with him as a name. Now, if you say Hip Boy, people know his name enough to act like they're mad at him. So he went it. Yeah. He went it. Somebody can and, see and what he- Bro, I mean, prior to Nas, he was a part of some legendary records that came out, but the but problem nobody is, knew nobody the name knew who he was. Right. Yep, yeah. they didn't know really. It's like what's the podcast. 
The day somebody can say, ah, oh, man, I ain't listening to that bullshit. Then that means you know who the fuck we are. Right, right. That's part of the game. Bro, you can call me whack. You can talk about my great beard. You can say, what the fuck is that? But <laughs> part of the game. Part of the fucking part, game. It's part of the fucking game. People knowing who you are, that means they listen. You're not going to please everybody. Now people know who the fuck Hit Boy is. And it's lifted Nas' name up. So old heads would say, oh, Nas could have done without him, man. You know, boo, boo, boo. And I got to debate with people all the time. What are you basing that on? Right. The only album from Nas that people always talk about is Illmatic. That's it. From And now, but with this Hip Boy situation, yo, he been dropping albums consistently. Boom, 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 boom. And you got people that love these albums. A lot of the older gen- de- demographic, only reason why they don't love the albums because they went into it with a closed mind. It's not a bad album. It's not a bad album at all. It's not a bad album. Nah, not at all. And lyr- good lyrically, album. he did his thing. He had at least three or four rhyme patterns on that album that he never used before. Mm. I'm listening to it like that. He's spinning, boom, boom, boom. I'm saying the ski. I'm like, yo, listen to that pattern right there. But he put bars in it. Yeah. Everything people complain about when MCs, when these rappers are like, who did, who did, who did? Nas do it with bars? Come on, son. You don't appreciate the art? <laughs> right. <laughs> you complain about the art, but he's giving you art and you don't appreciate it because he's not giving you art the way you want it. They want to hear Large Professor. That's fine. <laughs> but that's not what you have, bro. You're right. That's not what you have. He'll probably never do a record with XRP again. Probably never will. He doesn't have to. Jenna Jackson will never do nothing with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yep. She doesn't have to. She gave you iconic material. Nas gave you iconic material. As an artist, you want to do more shit and expand. That boy catalog looks good, bro. I like his catalog right now. Nas probably got records with XGP, man. Probably's like, nah, B, we ain't going to put that out. Niggas want Hip Boy right now. I'm sure he got records with him. They cool like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just... I'm, I'm, I love the way he's doing his career, music-wise, business-wise. I applaud him. Like I said, when I first made the post, I was trolling a little bit. When I said I listened to Nas' album, I cut it off because I got to listen to it again later. The reason why I said that is because it was different, different to me. It wasn't what mm-hmm. my ears were wanting to hear, and I didn't want to listen to it with a closed mind because I like Nas. So I said, yo, give me a minute when I'm, when I'm chilling, and then when I listen to it, you know, I get it. I like the way he changed his rhyme style up on several of them songs. I appreciate the art. Killer Mike, I appreciate the art, man. Killer Mike, Killer Mike gave you Killer Mike, and he brought guests on there to, you know what I'm saying, beef up some of the songs. You know, you had the gospel tinge on there. You had some political verses on there. You said the word nigga 5,000 times. Loved it. You gave, that's Killer Mike, though. He gave him, yep. he gave Especially that first song. That first song, That's he started out that first song just saying nigga a thousand times. I understood why he did it. You know what I'm saying? It made it made definitely sense for what he was trying to uh, accomplish. But I think overall that project is a phenomenal project. I think lyrically, I like cohesive. I like thought. Pro, I like projects that like a theme to it. I love theme no, that based was, that projects. Was a project. That was a complete yeah. project. And I love that the sound from top to bottom, the theme, everything flow together. That the one he had the one singer pretty much almost on every record. That one young lady sung almost on every record. Even the CeeLo project, she did backgrounds okay. on. I like CeeLo. I like Me too. Like he, 
put that shit together well. And um and and um shit, I've listened to that album probably a thousand times. The Nas album, I can't front. This is not my favorite Magic album out of the the project out of the process. I still like the album. Yeah, that's fine, but that doesn't make it whack. No, it's not whack. It's not whack at all. This is my argument, people. Just because it's not Illmatic or it doesn't give you that crazy feel of crazy mm-hmm. repeat play, it's not whack. No, it's not whack at all. Like mm-hmm. people to say, oh, that album whack. No, man, I ain't feeling that. How the is only it whack? The, the one, the only thing that's whack on that album is him and Fifty Cent collaboration. I don't think it's whack. I think it's disappointing. Okay. Highly disappointing, but I'm not gonna highly. That. That's why it's whack to me, because that shit is disappointing. I was expecting fifty does to come and give me. It? Does it make it? Nah, whack? for me. But see, everything is no, opinion based, and that's why I love no, everything is opinion based. Doesn't make it whack though. It's when you public, for me. When you publicly say whack, that's mm-hmm. extreme. I disagree. It's highly disappointing. Words have power, man. Yeah, and highly disappointing equals whack. Bro, your sensitive ass, if somebody <laughs> publicly said my shit was whack, you would respond. Go ahead and how that make it how that makes that sensitive? Bro, I'm 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 making it seem so people can understand. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I support my brother. <laughs> that makes it sensitive? No, you're taking sensitive as a feminine term. That's not what I'm saying. Yes. I am. Okay, let me change sensitive. Highly opinionated. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me let me use All a slightly right. masculine word. If somebody could have took that the wrong way. No. <laughs> uh, my brother's not a sissy now. That's not what I'm saying. Hell no. Let me let me change let me change my verbiage. Okay. <laughs> I was wrong. My apologies. Okay. Because your face turned up at that word. I won't use that word again. That's cool. Man. That's what I'm saying. The word whack is, is right. extreme. If somebody called you whack, even if what you did was whack, I'm not going right. for it. <laughs> right, I feel you. I tell you I later, you. yo. I, I get you then. I get you then. I get you that. That that word is a little extreme when you're bringing the context. The record was disappointing. Have I listened to the record multiple times? Yes. So it couldn't be whack if I listened to it multiple times. Well, it looked but like it's disappointing. Just walked in there and just and walked out. It did eight pause, man. What are you doing? I felt like they were setting me up for something, and then I'm like, oh, they blew the layup. They blew the layup. The layup blown. The fast break was blown. Blown fast break, sir. I didn't have a problem with the beat. Nothing. What he was talking about. Nas was giving some shit. Fifth came in strong and then left. Yeah, I thought 50 was going to punch a couple people in the face, cut a couple people the way he started. I said, okay, we're doing some gangster. And then he stopped robbing. I was like... Like, what is only, only, only record on there I can see I definitely didn't like was 21, 21, 21, 21, 21. I can't do that. Yeah, I knew. I knew you weren't going to feel that one. I knew I knew you weren't going to feel that one, but you know you what gonna, that was about. You going to tell me he nice? Help me. I don't know. Do I got to listen again? He nice? I, I like 21 Savage. Really? Yeah, I do, actually. Okay. I do, actually. And he's gotten better over time. I didn't call him whack because I'm not. He's right. just so I do. I do so like 21. I do like 21 really? Savage. Yeah, I do. Uh, okay. I do. I ain't going front to it. I ain't going to lie to you. The project he did with Drake was pretty good. He got a project by himself that I've listened to that I like. I don't know enough about him to say that. I just didn't want to hear him with Nas. Yeah. That's that's probably general consensus. I, I ain't going front. I That wasn't not one of his um 21's best verses to me. Okay. When it comes well, to I'll, who, I'll, he, who he collaborate with. I'll, I'll accept that because that verse to me was like. Yeah, that shit wasn't. It wasn't needed. I felt like they just did that for just because of the the back and forth that happened. 
But what 21 Savage said about Nas, I don't even think was bad. He just said was. Nas, he said Nas wasn't relevant to his demographic. I mean, he kind of wasn't. He kind of wasn't. Now he might be. That kind of helped Nas put out all these damn projects back to back. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree totally. I mean, we got to be able to have artists on podcasts and be transparent and not catch feelings. I don't think Nas caught feelings. I don't think Nas he caught feelings either. Of, but Nas mm-hmm. did make it upon himself to approach the man and have a conversation, which I think our generation should do. Yeah, as an OG, as someone that's supposed to be an elder statesman in this game we call hip-hop, I think is I think that's something that our elder statesmen statesmen should do. Go speak yeah. to the young fella. Let's see. Let's see what his perspective was and and thought pattern was, and then we could go from there and and conducing yeah. what. Especially at Nas level, like Nas is Nas is here. Yeah, Karis One did an interview and basically said Nas is the gold MC. Like for Karis One to say that, that's crazy. Someone He's, that's high level lyricism. He said, "Who else?" He yeah. asked the question. He said, who else? He said, look at Nas. He said, I have 25 albums. He said, but I ain't, I'm not Nas. I mean, I at this point, at this point, Nas is the best rapper. Damn, I gotta grab my cord, man. I don't know what's going on with my MacBook, son. All right, go ahead, grab a cord, man. We're taking a small intermission. <laughs> We're taking a small intermission while Trey Dot goes and get his um. MacBook cord because he never plugs it up when it's time to do a pod. I don't want no problem. And I and he's almost back. Yeah, but when I saw that red light, man, I said, man, I don't want to push it. I understand. I thought I had enough juice. All right, we cooking with grease. I keep, I keep mine plugged up anytime we do. I mean, I do. But when I move it over here, I should just automatically just keep it plugged anyway. It's understandable, my brother. Yeah, but I, I was I was surprised to hear KRS give uh, Nas that credit, man. And now that he's putting up, the biggest problem a lot of people had with Nas critic wise was he was taking to put out projects, and now he's just drilling them shits out. I love what he's doing, man. I love what he's doing. I love how it sound. I, I overall, I am very happy of what I see from from Esco, bro. I love it because it sounds complete. It don't yeah. sound like he's just with the studio and just rhyme. He's actually right. giving good projects back to back. What they said he couldn't do. I agree. So for people not to like it, man, I, I was, I mean, okay, maybe he's not going to give you ill matter. He's not going to average a triple-double at this point in his career. But he's giving you good games. And to me, that's all that matters, bro. Yeah. Because me to and Ski me, all that in the car. Even Ski was like, Nah, this, what do you mean? He didn't like the 21 Savage one, but he was like, why are people calling this whack? This ain't whack. Nah, it ride. It ride good, bro. I, I, I was rocking that on the, me and the wife in the car. And she was like, that's the new Nas project? I said, yeah. She's like, this sound good. We rocking to it. That's my point. Hip Boy can get those fans that aren't really fans. Right. You know, Premier and all of them, even though I like that sound, that sound can turn off people. Yeah, I can, I can agree. Let's move to another topic, man, real quick. Um, Cam and Mace have changed the game for sports commentary. Thoughts? I think they have. I think they've added an element. I don't know about changing the game. I think they've added a good element to it. Changing the okay. game is like an extreme commentary. Okay. They're, they're, in, they're in the same family. 
I think they added an element of comedy. I think they added a uh, element of transparency. They added an element of fun. Right. You know, we love sports, man. I, I honestly don't like sportcasters that just give me a bunch of statistics and serious analytics, man. I like the fun of the game. You know, let's bring. I think ESPN has changed up their process because now they're doing a cap or no cap section. Stephen A was wearing regular clothes one session. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Zan? Normally they wearing suits and shit. We both know they have a department that that's what they do. They watch the watch the underground and they steal people's shit. Right. And they definitely do. <laughs> Everybody they do that. Definitely do. Record like, labels you record labels you should do it. TV stations do it. Oh, this is this is popping right now. Yeah. Stephen A looked lame as hell in that all yellow um seersucker suit he had on. Well, I was like, what I, are we I, doing, son? I say this with no hate. Because I've always been a fan of Stephen A. There's some things he did I didn't like. That's fine. But he's kind of corny. Kind of. Kind of. Outside of wearing suits, his style is trash. I mean, he just looks corny everywhere he goes. Okay. And I don't mean that as an insult because, you know. Cats think because you put it, because they got a label on it, that shit is flawed. That shit ain't before. Everything doesn't, just like at your height, everything's not going to fit you right. I can't wear a lot of that designer I mean, shit anyway because of my at, height. At, at my nigga, I can't. I can't wear them shirts. <laughs> I damn sure can't wear them pants. Wearing a Da Vinci shirt, bro, that should be I circulation wear the, um, full cut I, off. I, I can wear their hoodies and their sweatshirts and stuff like that, but I mean, do I want to? And then you definitely not wearing no slacks. Them shit's gonna be high water and they cut right around What's the, the groin. My main thing. For liking polo is because it fits me good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it doesn't go out of style. So I can keep it and I can put it in rotation. That's the main thing. That's one brand I know fits me well. I can order it online. I don't have to worry about it fitting. You know what I'm saying? It fits me well. That's my, my main thing with polo. It ain't got nothing to do with the horse or Ralph Lauren. It fits me good. And I'm a lazy shopper. I ain't got time to be trying on shit, trying out new labels and all of that shit. Easy win. Right. Polo Ralph Lauren, easy win for me. A lot of those designers, I gotta try it on. Oh, this don't fit. This don't fit. This don't fit. This don't fit. Oh, this don't fit. Oh, these pants are too tight. Bro, I'm six foot six, bro. It ain't happening. Yeah. So you already know certain brands. I don't be right. Some shorts are gonna be high rises. They're gonna be too high on your lot on your thighs. You might even wear it one time. Then think about it and be like, uh, these shorts really ain't giving what I want to get right here. Yo, that cool. happened recently, son. That happened recently to the motherfucker, son. My brother called me out too, man. You're you're My a short tester though. You're a short tester. I am, I am. I'm gonna test some shorts, son. I'm not doing that. Yo, I, I threw them on and I was in my mind, I was like, saying it, Sean. But I was like, I'm just running to my mom's crib. I'm back to the house. And then I'll make, you know, I ain't gotta get out the car for nothing. My brother, my brother, I rode by his house, sat, stayed in the car. He walked up to the car. He had a bunch of dudes outside. He walked up to the car. He was like, whoa, you over here with these booty shorts, Sean. <laughs> Yo, nigga in the big three was hooping with some of them Hoochie Daddy shorts on. He was like, yo, they had some tights on under there. I'm like, why don't you get some regular size shorts, my dude? <laughs> so I was like 6'9 with the Hoochie Daddies. Wildin', son. My nephew walk out, my brother yells at, yells at my nephew, yo, your uncle over here with some booty shorts on. <laughs> I was Damn. like, what we doing, dog? <laughs> Why you ain't getting out the car? You always get out the car. I said, bro, I'm only here for a quick minute, bro. What play it on? But you just, you just, you just got them, or they shrunk in the wild? I just got them. I threw them on. Yeah, you wild. I, I ain't even, I ain't even try them on like I normally do with shorts. 
It was a little on the thighs. It was too much thigh meat showing. He said thigh meat. <laughs> too much thigh meat, son. You know how you know it's too much thigh meat is where the part of the thigh that don't see no sun is just being displayed. So now you got the two tone leg. Oh, you shine. You showing side cheeks, nigga. You wildin'. <laughs> This nigga showing chickens, my G. Oh my god! Oh my! Oh my goodness! What the fuck? Yo, fuck you, man. <laughs> I, I, I. The reason why I said that Cam and them changed the game because of that is because of how I know. I know. These... I know. I know what you said. I was just giving a different perspective. That's all. I'm right. Sure. I think. I think what they're doing is great. We'll see. They only on season one, so I think season, it's phenomenal. Season bro. two was I, coming I up. You, did you see when they gave bonuses to everybody on the staff? Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that's a good place to work at, man. And they hooked Stat Baby I just like the energy, up. man. I like the energy because, you know, MCs get a bad name from our generation. Right. That's not being good people. Right? They take care of their staff. They have fun on their show. But they rhyme gangster shit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's dope. I think that's dope. And I love the fact that Cam and Mace found you could tell that they wanted they wanted to be friends again. You could tell, you know, just two people that, was like they needed that. to be Yo, son, we could almost do a whole show on the positives from that show. Facts. Only negative somebody could say is they say nigga a lot and they curse. It's an adult show. Yeah. So it's they're, they're not promoting themselves as a family show and it's self-contained. So they're not regulated by your rules. Mm-mm. And no child is watching a damn sports show with some rappers. No, no, <laughs> anyway. not at all. Not and at all. they're getting guests. They're getting guests now, like Paul Pierce, Steve, Stephen A. That's major. High level guests. Even, Brandon even, Marshall. Even Brandon Marshall. Mm-hmm. Brandon Marshall came to be the host. Come on, man. That's that's dope. Yep. yep. I'm proud of them brothers, man. You know what I'm saying? Me I'm too. Proud of them. You know, and I, I love the fact what they they getting game for people that's already in the in this shit. Like people are passing information. They willing everybody willing to pass information to each other. Well, they're both actually likable people, right? And it helps. That's like Gilbert Arena's show. I like how Gilbert Arenas broke out and said, "Yo, these the he was like, yo, when I started this stuff, these are the people that that provided information to help me. These are the people that I called. You know, I called to ask." Um, information and I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we should be. And these are all black podcasters that's in this space growing their shows. I Gilbert love Ains that. Is dope. Gilbert Ains is dope, bro. I like his show, man. I like his show. A He's lot. dope. Hey, Marcus, he get rid of Rashad McCann. Marcus, Marcus Johnson's son does a good job moderating. Yeah, no, he does. He does a real good job. But they can get rid of Rashad, Rashad McCann. Please do. Brandon Jennings, I'm okay with every once yeah. in a while. And then I like I'm old like- girl. Mean like um McCann. yeah, she's funny. She's dope. She's dope. Yeah. I don't like McCann's period. I don't like McCann's at all. Me neither. All that crown he got on. You're a clown. She doesn't clown. play in the big three anymore. It's cool. Yeah. I can see why his NBA career went to shits. <clears throat> nice nah, attitude. Uh, but Gilbert Reigns, when he was talking about Stan Van Gundy, I was like, about time somebody talked about this dude. Me too. I was so happy about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might have saw the episode late. I don't even think it was a new episode, but I just recently saw it. I'm glad he spoke about that. Yeah, I watched it live. I was very happy that he did. There's that. no way Stan Van Gunn should get away with talking about and to those players like that in the NBA. I agree. Shouldn't happen. He, I know Stan he Van Gundy is the reason why. I know why. he killed your Pistons, bro, because those are young players, he, too. He threw, he threw Dwight Howard under the under the bus like a motherfucker. Yeah, he talked bad that. about Dwight so bad, and Dwight walked up to, in the press conference, if you remember, was giving him a hug, and he was and after he just got done shitting on him, and then everybody looking like, 
because he thinks it's okay. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing is, I know brothers are different. You know, him and Jeff are so different, man. They're super different. They night and day. Players love Jeff, and I don't understand why Jeff not coaching no more. I, I'm I'm tired of talking about it. I don't know why he can't get a job for nothing in the world. Him and Mark Jackson fired. That's a bitch. Yeah, that's crazy, yo. <laughs> that was the best on the network. I'm gonna keep it real, bro. The NBA, the NBA sideline gonna sound ass with Doc Rivers, bro. Nah, I like man. Doris Burke. I'm cool with Doris Burke, but Doc it's, Rivers, nah, that shit gonna be trash. I rarely listen to albums. That's gonna be when I listen to an album. The game is gonna be on mute. <laughs> yeah. Shannon Sharp says he watches the games on mute. I might start doing that, bro. I think I am too, bro. Cause I mean, Mark Jackson and and Jeff Van Gunny together was. That's Magic yep. Kareem, man. That's Kobe. Because because the, the white dude, he he retired. The one that they had. Now, he was dope too. Yeah, he was dope. He retired. Yeah, he's the, he's the god, man. That dude. And I like dude. Doris Burke. I like Doris Burke. I'm not mad at Doris Burke. Yeah, but, but she needs a team. Doc Rivers? Nah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> yeah, shut your ass, up. choking ass nigga. Yo, yeah, I'm with you there, man. Y'all about to play a video, man. We're gonna we're gonna move. I'm about to play this video. Let's see. Yeah, I want to get your I want to get your thoughts on this. Hold up. Let me see. Boom. You know, I haven't done this in a while. Uh-oh. Make sure we do this right. Boom. 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 Hit him with the hit him with the share. You know, we got to refresh. he does the refresh please keep your family out your business man keep your family out your business because your family your friends don't see this person like you see this person they don't see him like that especially if you're telling them things like that's frustrating you or you know saying shit happens man like you're not gonna be happy with every situation no one is no one's gonna be happy with every situation they go through happy with your partner don't tell them nothing tell them nothing because the, what you tell them they're gonna judge him by or her by forever forever you gonna go on to forgive this person marry this person kids with this person and you gonna have people in your family looking at this person sideways off of some stuff you started all that starts with you please keep your family what you think i mean i agree i don't, I don't talk to my family about my relationships or whatever. I mean, it might be something loose, but I mean, real shit, because it it, it, it doesn't help. Right. Nine, nine times out of 10, you know what I mean? I mean, it's all good to have somebody to confide in. You know, I don't, I don't think anything's wrong with that, but certain situations, like, if I'm gonna tell you something that's going wrong in my relationship, I need to be able to also tell you when things are great. Yeah, so I agree. You, so, you, so you understand there's some kind of balance. So if you are going to confide in a family member, I already told you what I feel about family and relatives and shit. That's totally different. But I'm not going to go that way. But you got to give a balance. I can't come to you and just always tell you what I got going wrong with this woman. Because as you said, that's going to be the totality of your perception. Everything that's wrong. Right. But I'm not telling you that we made up and we're doing great <laughs> for the last <laughs> nine months. But for these whole nine months, you just have stuck in your head that one thing. You know what I mean? Which isn't fair to the person you're talking to or to yourself. Because this person you confide in, you've delivered them a skewed yep. perception. So, I mean, what he said was, I'm glad he said it. I'm glad he said it. I hope people hear it, take heed, 
family, friends, I put them in the same situation. I think I think women are worse at that than we are. No, they definitely are. Yes. You know what I mean? Because, you know, your girlfriend that claims to want your best interest at heart, all she has is the information from your bad day. She doesn't know all the great days. You know what I mean? She's just trying to amplify this bad day because that's all she has. So when you meet that friend, they're looking at you all funny. All they know is about that one bad day you had. Or maybe you had a bad week. You know, relationships right. have those terms. I mean, you're married. You might go through a week that wasn't the best. Yeah, I think I, I think that's like for my home, that's the one thing that we just I'm just not here for. We not, you know, we not no our business is our business and what goes on our relationship is is our business as long as it's not any um any abuse. As long yeah, as there isn't different. any abuse. Yeah, that's right. That's definitely different. Right. What what goes on in this house stays in this home. And um and my my wife learned it learned the hard way. She um she went to somebody in my family and definitely and, can't do that. Right. Yeah, you and, definitely can't do that, bro. And and then she realized, like, yo, I'll never do no shit like that again. You know what I'm you saying? Can't, you can't go to your parents either, really. No, yeah. And that's what it was. My first, you know I mean? my first, my first marriage. Grant I got married at 25. You know, I had my son at 23. And she told her mother everything which is a definite violation, but she was okay with telling her mother everything. But one time I had told my mother something. Oh, that shit went to hell. See? Me and her fighting over the fact that I said something to my mother. My mother said something to her. You know what I mean? But her father was saying shit to me the whole time we was together, but I never told her about it. I just kept it to myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So most of our problems were birthed from other people and the fact that we didn't speak to each other. We spoke outside of our circle. Yeah, you can't can't speak outside of the relationship, man. You gotta kind of you gotta speak within this. You know what I mean? Once you start adding people outside of our di- our dynamic into our circle, that's when shit just always it always fails. And when we take the person back or we stay together, the family gonna always hold this thought in their mind on what issue that we we were having. It's sad that we're like that because. We should be more intelligent than that. If you tell me of a situation you and your wife had that went foul, I'm not judging her by that because I know that's not her norm. Right. So I don't understand why that's hard. Or we're we're picking the wrong people to confide in or something. Right. Because you're going to have a bad moment. You're going to have a bad, you might have a bad spell. Yeah, you're going to have the moments, man. I'm not judging nobody by that bad moment. Hell, you and I might have a moment we look back on like, God damn, we shouldn't have done that. We, so, we had one recently for no reason. Just, but it, don't, just who cares? That's, that's it. Yeah. It's yep. over. Yep. People outside shouldn't be judging that. Y'all don't see what really goes down. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just saw that blooper reel because it ain't the highlight reel. We don't want the world to get that. That's the blooper reel. You can't judge nobody by the blooper reel. You know, that's that's that's, right. that's the hardest that's the hardest thing. Like I know a lot of um when I see people in situations where the in-laws don't like them, that's what I always say. I say, you don't know what your companion is telling them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to present a woman that I claim to be my woman, a woman that I want to spend my life with and, and, and build with. I'm not going to tell my parents things to put her in a bad light. Right. Because older people ain't processing nothing but that bad day. I don't care what greatness you say about that woman, that one right. time you say something that's wrong, that's what the judgment's gonna be. That's a fact. No, you're right about okay. that. Okay. Yeah. So when you have that family function, everyone is looking at that woman funny. Oh, hey, girl. <laughs> you're right, being fake as shit now. Yeah, and then she'll feel the vibe. So she's a person that you know analyzes vibes. She'll feel that vibe. Now she's uncomfortable. 
And then you're sitting there acting like you don't know what's going on. Whoa, whoa. Yo, right. you started that. No, you basically right. planted that seed. Yeah, so you got right. that, you, plant, you definitely planted that seed. You definitely where's right. that power? Where's that power? So it's almost like even if you say something about a spouse or a companion, you gotta let it be known. Like this isn't the norm. Right. You know, this is out of this is out of character. My dilemma is really that this is out of character. I want to bring things back to where they need to be. Because a lot of people, when they vent, they make you think they about to leave this nigga. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't even really mad. You just upset for a minute. And people don't understand that. Right. Sometimes people just need to vent. Hell, people go to work every day. Man, fuck this job. You ain't going to quit. You just mad for the moment. Right. You're right. Well, I mean, we, I don't need, we want to say we're gonna take we're gonna take a good pause. All right, and we're back, and we're back, and we're back. <laughs> Shit, get back into it. Hey man, don't don't judge me, man. I think what we were going um in that was was right on point, especially when dealing with relationships and keeping just keeping some information to yourself. Now let's let's transition to this. Um, and we had this kind of conversation um at the start of the, at the start of our pod before we start recording the pod before the recording um and it's about being a nine-to-fiver man the ups and downs of being a nine-to-fiver being in relationships knowing that we nine-to-fivers a lot of us and also building our own personal because i always feel everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur everybody doesn't everybody doesn't a lot of people don't wake up to say hey i'm gonna be an entrepreneur but I want to be great at what I'm doing within this this um, job range. Because if you look on social media, everybody is an entrepreneur. Everybody has um, um, income coming in from other um, aspects. At least that's what they say they do. Yeah, that's what they say they do. You know what I'm saying? As someone that is an entrepreneur with three different companies, guess what? I'm still a nine-to-fiver. I still go and clock into my job. Um I think we just now in a in an era where your your job can be more flexible. You can be more flexible within your nine to five, where shit look like you are, where shit look like you are entrepreneur, but you're not. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna be honest. I mean, and I and I said this prior. The podcast network ain't making me no money like that. You know what I'm saying? Ain't making me no money at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the negative when it comes to this, and we're doing well, but it's just trying to navigate that that um piece of making this into a profitable business now my creative business does great and then um we just got we just secured a grant for my trucking company you know what i'm saying but that came into me trying to figure things out that's outside of the entertainment spectrum and and that's helping but i'm still a nine to five i'm an instructional designer i'm still a nine to five i'm still at a job but i have the flexibility because i work from home you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of people can't work from home. They're not, not a lot of people can. do it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, some people struggle with that. Like every 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 path and journey is different. It was a struggle at first, but I've been doing it now for three years. And I I don't see myself trying to do it any other way. Yeah, my my niece my niece does it now. She loves it. You just set up your area. You got, but you got to be self disciplined. You got to treat this shit like like you literally going to work. You have, I mean, because you are going to work. But you have to treat it like you're going to work. You got to get well, up, the, the put thing some with, clothes on. How I, I look at it though, relationship wise, if you have a if you have a solidified relationship that matters to you, mm-hmm. I mean it's it's almost necessary sometimes, man, right. to have that flexibility because going into work and being away from home, like if you work twelve hours, you're away from home fourteen hours. Yeah, that's a fact. 
Because yeah. you got your, your, I'm just assuming most people commute a certain amount of time, you know, to work mm-hmm. back that time. So, and, and because you work 12 hours, you got to think you, you still got lunch break. So some people don't, you don't get paid for lunch break. So if it could be an hour, it can be, it could be 30 minutes. That's still, that's 13. That's 13 hours right there. Some places, yeah, that don't pay you for lunch. Yeah. You'll yep. be at 13. So that's okay. You, you're away from home 15 hours. 15 hours out your day. Yep. So you're home nine hours. Yep. If you're a guy like me that goes to the gym three days a week, one of those days you're in the gym. So that gives you seven hours at home. Yep. I, I got to go sleep. You got to sleep. So now that's, let's take five hours out of that sleep. Then I didn't so get now to it's only two hours at, at the crib. Yep. Then I didn't get to talk to my lady at all. I got to eat. Yep. She might not be home. Mm-hmm. Shit rough, man. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. I, I can't, I, I know for me, bro, my wife and I both work from home. So my wife, she's in the um, she's in the bedroom upstairs. She got an office set up in the bedroom. Then I got the downstairs section. And we meet for lunch. We meet in the middle. We come, she come downstairs. Or I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna order something, I'm pick us up something, and we'll eat lunch together. And then we go back in our individual spaces because we we're, we're truly working. But at the same time, that's an understanding because at one point she had to go in the office and I was at home and she, I'm not going to say she had an issue with it, but I could tell she was like, well, damn, he always at home. Is he really working? I'm like, nigga, excuse my friends, is the check coming in? I'm working. You know what I mean? I ain't sitting around doing nothing because I'm at home. I'm working. I'm at this bit doing something. Just so happy I got it. But now she figured out the process. So now she works from home and that's all she preferred to do. Yeah, it's I mean, a lot, a lot of work from home jobs out here. I mean, relationship wise, it, it, it's it's dope. You know, what I mean, everybody's not comfortable with the man being away from home, working those long hours. Because certain job functions, right. even when you're on salary, they take a lot of your time. And if you're on call, it's even worse. It's so lit. I've been there. You know, I mean, I've had situations where I've worked seven days for three weeks straight. You talking ten hour days? Oh, for, I know. Not the whole week, but 10-hour days for at least five of those days. So we were struggling trying to get a pod during that time. No, I was doing more than that at that time. Those were like 12s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and just, it's just it, it can be a lot, man. Even though you feel like your body's handling it, the outside forces of life get tired of you. Like I think, woman, I think people just your woman, don't Your woman's going to get tired of you. They don't right. still. Your woman's going to get tired of that shit, bro. Right. And people don't... I don't think people understand. Yes. It's because we in this glorified world of everything is televised no one looks like they have a nine to five that shit is still prevalent that's the that work make the world keep going and plus everybody ain't built to work from home neither you know what i'm saying that shit is a process it's nine to five shit ain't no walking apart when you when you sit and you or you deal with people that do a little bit that do other shit and they and they don't because they don't understand the process you know what I'm saying? Like like, like our bro Daryl, when he hit me, it was like, yo, why are you still working a nine to five? You got this going on, this going on, that going on. I'm like, yo, right now, the nine to five funded a process of all this shit. So right now I have a hard time just giving that up because that funded everything that I'm currently doing. You know what I'm saying? It's, that, it's honestly it's that level of security that's that that's there. And it doesn't hurt me because at the time I don't have to go into nobody's office. I don't have to go in the office. Everybody's scenario is different. Outside looking at people love to judge stuff. And a lot of entrepreneurs you see online, they sell drugs, man. <laughs> right. I mean. right. 
lot of a lot of these women, a lot of these women, like they um, oh, they got OnlyFans pages. They're doing right. all kinds of so shit. So now, now these, everybody send the money. Yeah, but a lot of these rappers too, they acting like they making money off their music. They selling drugs or they scamming. You know what I mean? There's so many right. things. There's a lot of people scamming. Now, people that get away with it, it's fine. You know, they find themselves a beautiful woman, they get married, and then five years of the marriage, they get caught up, and the woman is sitting there like, I had no idea. Like, this brother's caked up and can't tell you where he's getting nothing from. Right. He just happens to have maybe a few businesses or whatever, but he's a scammer. Or you got the NBA player that just got hemmed up. <laughs> he ran scams. Right. You know, you was already a millionaire playing the NBA, but you ran scams. Ran so you had scams. So you had an assistant coach that was helping you run scams. Now everybody, everybody snitches on you. Now you're the one going to prison. Right. Right. But this is understanding between relationships, man. It's one of those potentially uncomfortable conversations with some people. I mean, right. Mm-hmm. We all eventually have to have it. Definitely will. But sometimes we assume people understand things that they don't understand. And when you work a nine to five and have other aspirations, uh, people don't really understand the amount of time it takes and the energy that's put into it and how they can be a benefit to you if they just understand the process and be a part of the process. Right, you know? right, right. It's easier for both. You know, then you can balance really your time. Is. You can balance your time out. And when you're on the ground, you can be more comfortable being on the ground. You know, I had to learn the hard way that you can't assume a woman actually understands all your movements because they don't. They don't. I mean, shit, I'm married and my wife don't, you know, didn't always understand all my movements. Well, imagine not but, living together. If you're not living together, it's even more complicated. Like, oh, you yeah. think they understand. Damn, they right, right. You know what I mean? They don't get it. Right. And everybody process is different, man. I think I think everybody goes through their process the way that they go through their process and you should be allowed that time to do it. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it all comes down to, you know, necessary conversations. So you get an understanding of where that knowledge is at. You know, and I think as as men sometimes, we don't think as deeply into situations right. as a woman might. Right. Like, we have to have a reason, unless you're just one of those jealous kind of guys, we have to have a reason to question what our woman is doing, like when she goes to work and shit. Like, right, right. We ain't tripping. She goes to work tripping at all. Yeah, yeah, we ain't tripping what she did for lunch and all this shit. Like, fuck. You usually come home at five, you came home at 5.15. I'm like, all right. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We ain't on that. But a woman is like, maybe you've been coming home at six. You're coming home at 6.30 now. I'm like, okay. I, I talk a little shit after work these days. I got to know the people. Like, Right, right. Kind of like folks. <laughs> yeah, it's basketball season. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. Hey, She's kind of happening right here in the world. So sold a couple of hats. They like the logo. You know what I'm saying? You like, <laughs> I'm a few minutes late. Like, right. But at the end, you know, you and I joke about it all the time, but it's it's... It's, it's, it's work. And as men, sometimes people like to use the word deflect, but I don't think it's even deflect. I think men sometimes, man, we got to moonwalk away from the battle, man. You know what I mean? And let the fire go down a little bit before we step back in it. Because we right. don't want to we don't want to fight with y'all. man. Nah, not at all. And women can be combative and say it's deflecting because we don't want to talk about it at that moment. But I don't want to talk to you when you're enraged. Right. right. Because two people enraged is not going to help nothing. One you person, enraged, I'm calm, no. and then eventually I'm going to get enraged. Now we yelling yes. at each other for what? For what? Not, what are we yelling not. for? Yep. And, and and one thing I hate is, is having a dilemma and got to use this phone. I hate that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're not in the same location, I mean, that's basically all you well, have. You have. Yeah, that's all you got. That's all you can do. There's nothing like that face-to-face interaction, like, with any relationship, whether it's platonic, romantic, or just the sad part is brothers. though, too. You're right, you're right. But the sad part is when we are face to face, 
we still don't attack the issues because now there's no issue. So did we really have an issue? <laughs> right. I'm gonna say what I'm, I'm gonna say what I'm guilty of. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna put this out there. If I love a woman and I'm in her presence, especially if we don't live together, I want to enjoy every minute I have with that person. Just, just if, if if that makes me guilty of a crime, I am a fucking habitual criminal. <laughs> if we got three four days together. No interruptions. I want to love you for those three, four days. I want you smiling. I want you pleasured all kind of ways. I want to enjoy totality of you for that time. Now, realistically, within that time, there's probably an uncomfortable conversation that needs to go on within relationships. It always is. But when I say uncomfortable conversation, it doesn't have to be bad. Right, right. Uncomfortable is anytime you take yourself away from those pleasures. You know what I mean? And it got to happen. But when you only have like these four days together and, you know, you Got to go back to regular life, and then you come back together. Within those times, yo, you having so much fun enjoying each other. A lot of times, you're not thinking about these other things that got to be discussed. Right. And then when you get away from each other, you want to discuss them. It's like nobody wants to be on the phone talking about that shit. No. No. no it has to be. It has to be done. But it's like, ah, damn. Ah, damn. Right. What are we doing? Out <laughs> yeah. of work, fucking with these fucking Europeans, man. Like shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me live for a minute. Yeah, I need that joy that you give me hearing the sound of your voice. And when you hear that sound and it's not that same joy, it's almost like, all right, let's talk about this. Okay. You're right. Let's get this out the way now. Yeah, yeah. like and then a lot right. of times when even when you do that, neither one of you know exactly what to say. Right. In person, sometimes you can navigate through conversations a little bit better. But you know. That's the the work within, and then plus you don't know what to say when there's really not no fucking issue. That's definitely what you can't say. <laughs> you know, I've been married for ten years, so I be telling the wife, like, do, man, I mean, do we really have an issue right now? Or we just causing some shit. Yeah, as men, maybe we do it also, and we just don't know because we're men and we're inside the bubble, right? But from outside looking in, a lot of times when women want to have these conversations. The man is kind of lost. You said yeah. something vague, but what you said vague doesn't really have an explanation or answer. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you feel that way. I don't agree. Right. I mean, we can talk and debate about it. About maybe. it? <laughs> right, maybe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Right. If this is what you definitively want and you're questioning, can I provide that? Then, okay. If I can't, then okay, right now I can't. Then mm-hmm. where do we go from there? Right. But the sad part most- is it's not like they don't know that shit. And that'd be the that'd be the shit that'd be weird to me. But from a man perspective, I don't want to say anything that's gonna incite a riot. Right. I don't want to incite a riot. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to react to what you're saying as if you're taking shots at me either. Right, right. Because most people aren't used to having adult conversations. They're used to what we're used to. Yeah. Fuck you, fuck you too. <laughs> nah, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what yeah, we're used true. to. Yeah, Going out fact. the door, bam, when we leaving, then we get text message, bring your ass back home, then you come home when you fuck, nobody's mad anymore. Right, right. You know, now nah, I'm not mad at the I'm not mad to make up sex. Make up sex is fine. It's a little level of aggression that just takes it down. I ain't good, yeah. I ain't good at that. That's bad. Yeah, I, I like good it. at that. I ain't I good like, at that. I do not I do not I don't care like for angry sex, bro. No, I'm not, I'm not angry though. Right, right, right. I don't be angry. 
The woman be angry. I'm just letting her get her shit out. No, I ain't talking about if I'm, if I'm angry, I don't even want no ass. Right. No, if I'm angry, I don't even want nothing. I'm like, I don't even want to touch you right now. Like, right. I'm my whole body is not working like it should. Yeah. I'm move, mad. Move over there for yeah. a moment. Yeah, I, I don't Shoot. even like you right now. You know what I'm saying? I got I to gotta get over myself right now. Right. I'm right. talking about when, when the woman is angry and she's right. calming down. That's her apology. I like yeah. it. I ain't mad at that. Apology accepted. I still like to I still like to hear I'm sorry. But you know, am yeah, I am dude, I if I, if I, I can't if I if I can't get it, some sexual activity will will suffice. Yeah, will suffice. That's what's up. I respect that. All right, we'll move to the next and then we 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 almost up out of here, man. All right. Can the way a person exits a situation be a judgment on their character, though? Yeah. It can. Because I have a I have a partner I've been friends with over 20 years and we don't mm-hmm. talk anymore. I will never publicly badmouth from ever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because that was my friend. That was somebody I called brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I had a friend called a brother, put my name in the dirt. Yeah. So walked away, but it hurt. Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, nah, I still love him though. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's just like if you break up with a female, if mm-hmm. she leaves you and badmouths you all over social media, all over, how much does she really care about you? Care about you, right. Nah, that's a fact. She says she sets you up to get robbed or some shit. Like, bro, what were we doing? What were we, what were we at? Was was this shit even real? Yeah, you know I mean, I, I believe that to be to be powerful. Yeah, you know I'm with saying? you. I, I I've been married before. I'm not gonna badmouth my ex wife in any other kind of way. Yeah, that same you know thing here. I don't, I don't badmouth my ex wife neither, man. I mean, we all talk shit, joking and, or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, right. we'll we'll joke about it, but you know, it, it doesn't help me to shit on her. Because I was complicit. I was complicit in a lot of our, our bullshit too. Well, there's, there's, like I said, there's power in words and me badmouthing a person that I considered a friend for 10, 20 years. Right. Then you got to wonder, how could you be friends with a person that long? Yeah, yeah. That's maybe, maybe maybe you were in a bad space Good at place. that time. Yeah. Also. And I have a great deal of respect for people that don't have to badge, you know, former friends. Yeah. I think, I think that's dope. You know, especially when a female doesn't do it. Cause they can be petty sometimes, but oh, men are just candy. just as petty these days. So I was just about to say that we, we yeah. are just as petty. But I think it's dope. You hear a person say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, we just you know we had a fallout. We just ain't. Really- yeah, yeah, we ain't the same. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you there. All right, sounds good. Now we want some lighthearted stuff. Just a quick, just a quick one. Um, what is your skincare routine as a black man? Um, I mean, I got some facial wipes I use now, made with mm-hmm. shea butter. Mm-hmm. It's like black, black soap and hands. Yes. I, I wipe my face with them every day. You know, I wash and condition my beard on a regular. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't really play with my skin. I have okay. an aloe vera, I have an aloe vera and coconut oil mixture I use now for my scalp. Dope, dope, dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I don't play with my face. Like I've been shaving with a razor since I was 14. So when I hear black men say, "Oh, black men can't use razors," I don't even talk. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm, bro. That's <laughs> <laughs> like people that say you can't be my size and don't eat meat, bro. I'm like, eh, okay. use a straight razor. When I go, when I when I go barbershop, I use straight razor. Right. I got a razor I use. I used to use right. a, um, I used to use a Mac three, but uh-huh. now I got that razor by that company Harry's. I think it's Harry's. yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know exactly. I ain't really, really sharpen the motherfucker, but all I shave, <laughs> all I shave now is under here. Right, 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 right. I keep my line, so keep I don't shave going. everywhere no more. But right. I used to have to shave much more. You know, my beard used to be short. So right. I had to shave and shave, shave, shave. 
Like I said, I haven't used no razor since 14, 15. So that's what's up. That's what's up. I know. Same thing here, man. Skincare. I use um, I use these wipes, these um, I, I think I use the same wipes you use it just in my habitat. So we've never talked about this, but they black um they black um soap infused. Uh they're real good wipes. I don't play by my skin either. I don't it's do in a black, it's in a black, it's in a black pack. Yep, it's in a black pack. Mm-hmm. Probably the same shit. Yep. Matter of fact, I got it from TJ Maxx, bro. That's where I got mine from. And I was like, this shit's <laughs> fire. They're fire in the motherfucker, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same thing, man. I use the wipes, um, you know, because I don't play about my skin either. I don't have no no bumps, no none of that shit. I don't, I don't do none of that shit. Um, being that I'm I'm starting to really um watch my goatee and um my beard is really, I'm really gonna start letting my beard grow in. I've been using um I've been using um it's this soap. It's uh, it's a shea butter one. I use a soap, um, like a beard beard um cleaner. So I use on my face, um, and stuff like that. Same thing here, bro. And then my hair. You know, I got locks. I keep it all. My wife made this oil for me to use, um, because she does that. She made this oil that's real dope. It keeps my scalp fresh, clean. It's not oily, even though it's an oil. It's just a couple of drops. I massage it in my scalp. You when I when I don't wash it and. And then I rub it. I rub it on each on the locks like this long way, just to keep yeah, them yeah. fresh, keep them healthy, keep them strong. You know what I'm saying? Keep keep the the scalp where you see cats around here with light spots in their shit because they damn hair falling out. I don't have those issues. I keep well, them strong. Hair, hair, hair care, skin care. A lot of men. Plus, you drink a lot of water. Plus, you got drink ton water. ton it of helps, water. It helps that I don't that I don't drink mad alcohol anymore. So my mm-hmm. skin is probably better now at 52 than it was at 40. You know what I'm saying? Your diet plays a big part in it. But just like you with my scalp, I used to get a lot of um skin breakage in my scalp, man, because mm-hmm. I'm I've bad habit of scratching my head. Mm. And my, my head is real tender. So, you know, my barber was telling me I need to get me some. I just started using the aloe vera and coconut oil. You know, I mix it in the middle of my hand, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And I, it feels better because I, I gotta take care of that. Cause I, I like my skin would break a lot in the back. Mm. And you know when I touch a scab, I got a bad habit of picking it off. So right, good. right, right. Now I'm trying to get the coconut oil and aloe vera and just get my scalp. That's smart. That's smart. I know guys. I see guys that had those you know bumps on the back of their neck. You yeah, know I don't right get those. There. I don't. Yeah, I never, now, I, I had them. Had. I had them for a while because it was a bad barber that I used for a long, a long time ago. And yeah, I found a way. It's a fungus. It's a it fungus. Is. It's the stuff that it you is. can purchase really right in fucking um Target. You rub on it, and, and what it does, it started clearing it up, and then the hair started popping out. So I went and had the hairs fully plucked out of them. So once yeah, they got see, plucked if you out don't, of them, if you don't treat it, you get the ingrown hairs mixed in with it. Yep, and you get inflammation. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit worked, bro. It dried them up, and then they started scabbing up, and then you just, you know, you got to wash it back there, and dog. No issues no more. No more hair. That's why I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't like. I don't like trying random barbers, man. I get my barbers. And uh, I chill with him. I went to go see, you know, my main dude. Went to go check mm. him out. Right. Holler at him, man. Gave him a couple hats, man. Got me a cut. Had to talk to him, man. I was there like three hours with this dude. Man. I saw y'all um, record a little video piece. Yeah, we went outside. He gave me. I got some joints. I got a post. I ain't post yet. So I took a little post break. Yeah, he gave me a little scissor cut outside. Yo, it was actually dope, man. Like, and he filmed everything. And and I'll say this about that brother, man. I don't know how, whatever. I don't ask questions how it is, man. But I had an impact on the young brother, and we actually sit there and talk like brothers for a period of time. Like I said, haircut you take about an hour and a half. Right. I was there three. I was there three hours, man. He had no other appointments, man. He asked me did I have time. 
I had the time. We sat there. We chopped it up, man. And, um, you know, he told me, I appreciate you coming through, man. And it's like, you know, you never know the impact you have. No, people. you never know. Man, like. I, I love what we did with the doc that we're going to drop eventually. Like, yeah. him being in that, like, that shit was fire. So, but I've been an impact on him since then. You know what I'm saying? Before then. Like, he's just a, a good brother, man. He's just trying to figure out life. As I told him, at my age, I'm still trying to figure out life. He has you know, his issues with relationships, man. He's just finding that right connection. You know, he's going back and forth, back and forth. But him having his own shop and then working under somebody else's shop trying to build something. And then he got fired from there. And mm-hmm. now he has his own booth at a spot where the barbers, he was at his shop, followed him to this booth where they all got their own private booths. And just navigating through being an entrepreneur barber that's that skillful. You know, he Is goes he skillful? through issues. Bro, nice, though. But it goes into egos. Yeah, yeah. The problem he had at the last shop was he wanted to upgrade the Wi-Fi. And the person that owned the shop was mad that dude had upgraded the Wi-Fi in there. He, he upgraded the Wi-Fi so he can have better Wi-Fi. Because mm-hmm. he does everything digitally as far as right. appointments, payments. So you need the upgraded Wi-Fi. He said the Wi-Fi wasn't working. He was losing his mind. Yeah. Even where he's at now, he said he needs to upgrade the Wi-Fi because there's so many people that use it. He was going to get something that can upgrade his booth. Yeah. So where he yeah. was, I was at, just about to say that he should have just upgraded his own setup. But he wanted to upgrade his station at the other spot, and the barbers he brought wouldn't want to upgrade their stations because they they follow his program, mm-hmm. and the owner had a problem with him bringing people in to upgrade the Wi-Fi. But they approached him first as far as upgrading the whole building, and they mm-hmm. all wanted to put money into it. But he's mm. an old old school barber, didn't care about stuff like that. So he basically got terminated for bringing people in to change the Wi-Fi for his station. That's so corny, man. And now you lose a business because that boy brought business. No, yes, him and he brought and, him and brought and brought barbers. Three barbers, him and two other dudes. Maybe two. Did he bring? No, excuse me, four because it's him and three barbers. See, so now you lose four barbers, good barbers, quality barbers to pay for booth rent. And all you had to do was upgrade the fucking Wi-Fi. Always pay on time. Professional barbers, bro. See? You ain't meet the other dudes. The other dudes, every time they see me, love. Fourth the strength of him, love. I probably got to bring a hat to each one of them eventually. I ain't doing it all at one time. Right. But, yeah, love. See? Can't beat it, man. Can't beat it at all. I mean, everybody, I, everybody needs somebody to talk to and confide in, man. You know what I, I mean? Totally people, agree. Yeah, people give I you totally the respect of agree. being that person. You know, respect that. I totally agree on that one, man. All right, man. This is the last one. This is this is some sh- sh- shenanigans. It's full fledged shenanigans. Crazy shit you see on social media. Some crazy shit you see on social media. We're gonna play this. It's a shenanigan. I'm gonna get your thoughts on the shenanigans. He gonna be like this. That's some bullshit for real. Agree with telling right up. As far as like we're just talking, we just met. I ain't gotta tell you that right up front. Yeah, I think I think you got the wrong mindset on that because if you don't, some straight men we might not even want to communicate with you. So you saying you see me in Walgreens and you see me at the counter and you come up and be like, "Yo, baby, you attractive? Can I get your number?" I'm gonna say this: if I'm attracted to you, I'm gonna give you my number. And then I'm gonna be like, just text me a little later and I'm gonna walk off. I'm not about to tell you that I'm trans right there at that moment. I'm gonna be like, before we continue this relationship, whatever you're trying to do, there's something I need to let you know. Then 
I'm gonna give you that decision to make. I can't walk around with a sign saying no, transgender. It's just a conversation. But just like he's saying, you you can understand. You may have straight men that approach you. And All they, the time. They, they may admire your beauty. Right? They may say think that you're attractive and they may think you're beautiful. But at the end of the day, you still let need to let him know up front before he takes your number and do no, that. When you get the number and you don't like what I say, you can delete my number. Simple as that. I mean, it ain't like I let you put your dick in my mouth. But your your, your record doesn't like, show that you it will give somebody that opportunity all the time. <laughs> so you got you got you try. I'm just saying you gotta really be I'm honest. Done. I'm done with that. That's not a life I live no more. <laughs> Don't agree. What the fuck? You. That's that's scary to even have to. <laughs> Consider the fact when you're out there meeting women that it possibly is not a woman. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know if they should initially tell you or they need to at least tell you before you start having dialogue on a regular basis. I mean, I mean, I don't know if once you say something to them, do they immediately say, I'm a trans? I don't know. <laughs> like, but as far as getting head, I mean, you definitely need to tell somebody before you put put them in your mouth, man. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Like, come on. Great balls of fire. Stop. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. But I'm saying, though, you take you take a chick out as uh -huh. men. If, yeah. man, if we take a chick out yep. and she give us some head, we're not thinking. we getting that head. And then she give that fire you're like, whoa. You're not thinking, oh, okay, this might not be a real woman. Nah, you're not thinking. You're like, oh, she's dedicated <laughs> to her craft. She's yeah. dedicated to making sure I'm good. So if she give you that brain. And then and then next, ne next day she tell you, I meant to tell you this. I didn't mean for things to lead the way it led. I'm actually a transgender. I mean, then what do you do? I don't know. I've never been in that position. Dudes be like, I'll whip that. Yo, that training, might, that training might fuck you up, for one. <laughs> Some of them niggas can fight, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you do not want to get beat up by a trans. You don't want to get beat up by a trans. You don't want that, sir. <laughs> I don't think you want that. So I mean, I don't know, I, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, let's stay on topic. Let's not be insensitive, especially to the community. But I will say this. You should say something. I don't know if you should say it as soon as I give you, as soon as we exchange numbers, but that should be said before we decide to even go on a date. That should be said. The, the first, first conversation, conversation, if we know the conversation is good and you enjoying this conversation, I'm enjoying this conversation, then you need to tell me because you know there's other steps after the conversation. There's a date. I know you trying, I know you, you know, especially right now, they want, they all feel like they're women because, because, you know they are women, and then you got so-called cisgender women. I'm not never calling them cis. They are women, but you you consider yourself a woman, cool. But you also need to give me as a man the right to deal with you or not. I should have the right to know if I'm gonna deal if I want to deal with you or not. I mean, a lot of them, from what I hear, they intentionally want to deal with men that have never done it before. That's cool. That's like, I, I get just like a lot of just like a lot of full, full blown um gay males. They prefer straight males. They like to bring you into their lifestyle. But I still should have the option of deciding to do that. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At least with a gay male, I know this is a man. So off top, right. I, I can say this is not what I'm interested in, respectfully. You know what I mean? Right. No mm-hmm. disrespect to you. If this is what you do, this is what you do. Like I'm far from overphobic. I don't care. Yeah. We just don't just saying. don't just just don't disrespect me. Right. But if you're looking like a woman and yo, some of these some of these trans look like women, like Right. I, I mean, a lot of them feel like they say they're women. Yeah, they, and that's cool. You can, you can, you can say you are who you are. You can you feel can. like you are who you are, but you also need to give me to write to make my decision if I want to be a part of what you yes. are or not. Because Anything once we take, own, once we yes. take that step into something else, and now I'm finding out after time. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them have gone through the transition. They have a vagina. They're going through that process cool now i've done mess with you we've got a year or two under the belt and now finding out you used to be a guy that shit is gonna hurt yo because that's not what i'm looking to do that's not what i'm looking to be a part of your transition your transition should not be my transition that's a very extreme case the woman that has the vagina now right like that's kind of rare but it, I don't think I don't think it is. is. I don't think it is rare. Not now. Not I'll, really? I'll say I'll say in a time and in a past time I will say yes. I will agree with you. That is you know, rare. You know someone that's been through it. Yes, or, I know. Really? I actually know multiple people that's been through it. What did they do? Huh? What, what did, did what you do? mean? Huh? Did they stay in a relationship? I know a guy right now. I know a guy personally right now still with the person. After he found out, I, I can't be mad <clears throat> because he had so he and out of his mouth, we've had so much time together. It's hard for me to just throw that time away. So she's transitioned fully and completely to a woman now. Yep. Okay. And a dude I know personally, still well, with. I him. mean, nobody knows but him and her. Right. I'm not mad at that, bro. That's your business. I, right. I that's what I'm really... saying. I'm not mad at that. That's, that's your business. But that's what I'm telling you. I can't it's say not, it's not a it's not it's not new. It's not a nuanced thing. I now. can't say I can't say what I wouldn't want to do, but I can say I would want to know up front. And if I know up front, I'm definitely not moving forward. Right. I don't want to be a part of your transition. Me personally, I don't want to be a part of your transition. Your transition is your transition, and I commend you for making the decision for you. But you cannot make that decision for me. There's nothing, wrong, there's nothing wrong with you or I saying we don't want any part of that. No, no, it isn't. I don't care if they feel the kind of way, but that's what I think they should at least communicate that. That's like a person with is a guy right now who um I think I forgot where he's located at. His um his his wife called HIV from him. He's yeah, known he's had it, yeah. this, that, and the third. Now he's getting locked up for it. We should men should not be holding their status of STDs away from the women that they're dealing with. No, if you got an STD, you should not be moving on with this chick, knowing you got herpes, something that they you know you can't get rid of. This is not gonorrhea. This is not fucking um, none of that shit. <clears throat> Where you could go take a shot or take a pill and a couple of weeks, you good. This is yeah. some shit that you're going to be with you for the end, to the end. HIV, herpes, whatever else they got out there, it's going to be with you to the end. You should be able, you should communicate that shit. Yeah, I mean, women need to tell us also. I agree. No, I agree. I agree back, yeah, back and forth. There, yeah. there, there are a lot of people with herpes, mm-hmm. HIV as well, that don't tell people. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They wait until you're already deep into the relationship and then pop up with it. I, I sent you a video where this young lady said she was getting ready to have sex with this young dude. 
And she knew she was giving him some. She knew it. She knew off rip. That was the plan. That was in her mind. She goes to the young boy's house. And she was like, hey, let me freshen up real I quick. I sent you that. Okay. I knew one of us said that. And then yeah, she go in the bathroom. Yeah. She go in the bathroom and find his pills. She is very transparent on her page. Right. And it's cool. Cool she transparent. But think about this. She never thought that she was wearing a condom. The first thing she said was, she you know we ain't wearing no condom. You know we yeah. ain't wearing no condom. She was being transparent. A lot of people do that. Everybody I mean, got, no, true, but, but everybody got to be accountable. Yeah, but nobody could be in the comments acting like <laughs> they don't never have those nights. Right. She had it set in her mind. She was letting that man go raw. And if she didn't go being nosy, she <laughs> wouldn't know. Then, then you know you letting this person go raw. Then you get mad when you get pregnant and a nigga don't want to fucking take care of the kid. Yeah, we you ain't take no precautions. This nigga ain't taking no precautions. And I hate to say it, women, if your ass come to the table and not want to throw no rubber on, nine times out of ten, the dude ain't going to want to me. Yo, can you imagine just raising a child with a woman that you don't even know? Don't know at all. Because back in the days, we've all had sex with women we didn't really know. Facts. Imagine that. You got to raise a woman with just raise a woman. Raise a child with this woman you don't even know, man. And then she get mad and don't want to let you see the kid or put you on child support because they make that shit so easy and accessible to do. Then you sitting there in front of the judge and you basically saying to the judge, judge, I don't even know this woman, young. <laughs> I told this woman I didn't want to be a father, but I still tried to handle my responsibilities and she's making it difficult. Well, yep. That's crazy. So many men are out it's here raising so children. Many. That they've had with women that they don't even know. And then and then we gotta take responsibility because But nobody talks about these women having babies with men that they don't know. I know. That's crazy. Or yeah. yeah. Well, that's it, man. Any final words you wanna give pod, bro? Any any words you wanna give for the day? Yeah, man. Um take time for yourself. Um, I recently went to basketball game see the big three man we talked about it earlier with q it's a dope dope event dope vibe we all need that time sometimes to unwind it's not escaping from your realities it's not deflecting your responsibilities it's just a form of self-care because sometimes life can be overwhelming sometimes your companion will understand it sometimes they won't you know sometimes we could do a better job of explaining things sometimes they just don't understand sometimes yeah. we don't understand them but you owe yourself that self-care. You also owe the people that love you that self-care so you can be a better version of yourself. Because without that self-care, you'll implode and you won't be yourself. You should never Damn allow so yourself cool. to be beneath yourself. And I had a great time. Not, like I said, not deflecting, not hiding from anything, just enjoying something that was there in front of me that I could enjoy. I enjoyed the game of basketball. It was an event. I wanted to see it because right. my brother talked about it before. Yeah, and I'm mad, bro. Too bad I was just coming from out of town, man. I would have loved and, and to go to that. I had a great time. You're talking about five games of half-court basketball. The games go to 50. There's a timeout at 13. I don't win. I don't There's win a halftime at 25. Yeah, I now I'm hooked on it. Anytime I can go to a game, I plan on going. I would even drive to Philadelphia to see a game. Mm. You know what I mean? Just throwing some, just yeah, something. Just something. I would go. Yeah. I would go. It was it was a great day. It really was. But like I said, self-care isn't selfish. It's necessary. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, this is the Black Male Podcast. TS is who I am. Trey Dad is who I am. <laughs> this is episode 
111. He got it right. And we out. Peace. Yeah. All right.